In your presentation, you begin with the idea that the term geek has taken on a new meaning, really moving from that negative or insulting title to something which provides a sense of belonging. For instance, you refer to the information age as the geek renaissance. Can you expand upon this trend? Over the last several years, we've noticed that more and more people are actually claiming that title of geek for themselves. And now it refers to somebody that is almost proud of their deep level of engagement with a non-mainstream topic. So when we talk about geeking out now, it's really uh, people that are latching on to an interest area or a talent area that maybe isn't in the mainstream or maybe isn't what's going to make you know a student popular, but it's something that really provides them a lot of fulfillment. Now we're seeing that these geeks are finding other geeks that are geeking out about the same kinds of things that, that they're interested in. We've kind of start to, started to see this word morph over time, both to become a little bit more positive, and now it's almost becoming an identifier. You know, it used to be that there were like math geeks and computer geeks, and now if you go into a high school, you know, you'll hear people refer to themselves as band geeks or, mm -hmm. you know, science geeks or theater geeks like basically every interest you can have you can now be a geek and that means that you're doing it to the nth degree the other element of the word geek that we've noticed has changed is that it used to be that the word geek always referred to a person and now in some circles we start to hear the word geek used as a verb meaning to invest a high level of energy and time in a specific field and so when we think about geek in the context of talent development where we know that interest combined with practice combined with good coaching combined with social support uh, and mentorship, a lot of the same behaviors that we would associate with deliberate talent development are also behaviors that we see in self-described geeks that are kind of claiming that word as sort of a personal mantle. Going back to your presentation, you move beyond the traditional term of hanging out online to uh, geeking out online. You talk about an affinity for certain interests as a key identifier of quote-unquote geeking. Can you tell us more about this and how that translates to online behavior? Well, the first thing to understand what most students are doing in these online networks is not networking with new people at all. Most of their time and uh, energy is spent communicating with the same group of people that live in their neighborhood, that go to their school, that are members of their own families. We do see in some students that have these particular interests that are either advanced from their age peers or that are related to an affinity for a topic that maybe we don't touch on in school at all. Those students are connecting with a community of people that's larger and those are communities that instead of being based on where we live are based on what we're into and where students are spending a significant amount of time invested in interacting with people around a specific topic and are beginning to become creators within a community at the geeking out level you know we're writing our own scripts for sequels you know in the in the next Star Trek series or Harry Potter or mm -hmm. you know wh whatever it might be but that's a high level of personal investment when they're starting to put their own creative work out there and exerting really beginning leadership behaviors. We certainly appreciate all of your insight and uh, all the time that you've given us today. We look forward to hearing more from you really soon and we look forward to uh, attending your presentation at NAGC in Phoenix. So thank you so much. Thank you.